You're listening to the Fuse Chamber Podcast, where you get the elite mindsets and skills to ignite your voice and build your audience. I'm your host, Chris Williams, and I want to help you live the life you really want. Hi, everyone. This is the Fuse Chamber Podcast, and episode four is called Good Enough. Whether at surface level or buried way deep down, you feel not good enough, like a fraud, an imposter, a hack. What you might not know is how disastrous this is and how many promising careers it consumes. How can you recognize and control it and use its energy to your advantage? But first, let's remember why we're here. To create the next generation of leaders in arts, business, and community. To create an elite tribe of powerful, successful professionals who redefine how artists and entrepreneurs can do what they really want to do with their lives, full of passion and without compromise. You feel like you're on your own, without a net, without a map. You don't have to be. Forget the latest trends in leadership, creativity, innovation, or success thinking. It hasn't worked for you so far. What works is what has always worked and always will. I'll show you who you have to become in order to win, and I'll be here to inspire you each and every week so that you stay inspired and stay driven. This investment of 15 minutes a week will create habits that will forever change your life and career. Do you feel not good enough? It sounds like something a shrink might say, but I already know the answer. You frequently feel like you're not good enough to live the life you want, to be a writer, to be a poet, a painter, a singer, whatever. You feel like a fraud. You're not the best, and you don't want anyone to find out, not even yourself. You're better off not knowing. So you do nothing because it's way safer. But of course, if you never venture... You can never lose it all. You reassure yourself that you could have if you really wanted to, but you didn't, so you'll never know. Now, how does this affect us? How do you know if you have not good enough syndrome? Do you get a panicked or queasy feeling when you have to write, compose, create, or perform? Do you procrastinate like crazy? Do you avoid publishing, showing, or performing your work? or shipping your product because it's not ready? Do you have a lot of ideas that start, generate, and use tons of energy, but then die long before completion? Do you make excuses or blame others? Or blame circumstances like not enough time, you're too busy, life got too complicated, whenever you don't produce or ship? Do you overpromise to yourself and to others? Do you make a plan to write? and even set internal deadlines that you never, ever meet. Well, I'm no doctor, but I know what I see. There's a good survival reason to feel not good enough. In many ancestral species and even in tribal cultures, being socially ostracized means death. If you're rejected, you die. Being rejected means living on the fringes of the tribe without the protection and support of the clan. You don't get first crack at the food or at the mates. Your personal and genetic survival depends on fitting in. However, 
When generalized fear triggers the full-out fear response, what I call the tiger response, making your stomach turn, heart race, your fingers go numb as though there's a huge, dangerous tiger in front of you, it's not an appropriate response. Put another way, in our society, that generalized anxiety about not being good enough or being rejected is not biologically or socially useful in our age. And in fact, its negative effects can be devastating. We all know about people who reach the heights of fame or success who have then lost some or all of that external approval, and they frequently become anxious, depressed, and seek non-productive ways to deal with the loss. So even otherwise healthy, productive, successful artists and entrepreneurs struggle with forms of anxiety or neuroses stemming from a need to meet acceptance and approval. I think the worst thing that can happen, though, is for the fear to live quietly under the radar, gently whispering that maybe you should get out and pursue a sensible job. You're not like those famous and successful people. You don't have what they have, and you never will. You should stick with something safer, something more sensible. And when you start to hear that, and you start to believe it, and you shortchange yourself from living the life you know you were meant to live, that's the worst kind of tragedy. To live a long life, dissatisfied, unfulfilled, never giving your gift. So how do you turn this around? Here are some strategies that you can use to tame the beast of not good enough. So every time you experience one of the symptoms above, like you're procrastinating or you're hesitating to put your work out there, or you're putting off taking a real shot at living your dream, you're saying, well, maybe this year I'll show up at open mic night or Maybe I'll um, you know, enter in battle of the bands or I'll submit my work to a publisher. And then you don't do it. You're probably fighting the not good enough demon. How are we going to conquer this demon? How are we going to handle that feeling of not being good enough? How do we get rid of it? How do we keep it from blocking our way? It has everything to do with managing your thoughts. If you can control your thought process... Then you can control how you react to the thoughts that pop up in your head. From that point forward, the actions that you take will be authentic and effective. Because if you no longer believe the dialogue in your head that says you're not good enough, now you can go and do the things you really want to do. Because you've eliminated that fear. You've eliminated the language in your head that tells you you're not good enough, so you should be afraid. So you shouldn't put your neck out there. Recognize right now that you will never fully slay this beast, but you can tame it, harness it, and use it to your advantage. There are no shortcuts. The only way to get there is to simply practice what I'm telling you, even though you believe it 0% or less. Practice what I'm about to show you until something changes until you have some small victory, and then realize that the change that just occurred was probably because you changed your beliefs. And that ever so slightly altered how you act. And when you act differently, you show up differently in the world. And when you show up differently, people react to you in kind. They perceive you differently. 
And so if they perceive you as being good enough, then you are good enough. Their reaction will give you the positive reinforcement, basically proof that the new mindsets that I'm about to show you works. So now you believe it 2%, just enough to keep you going. And pretty soon you do this enough times over and over and over. And even despite setbacks, you'll eventually become 100% convinced that changing your mindset and then changing your habits will create entirely new belief systems. And that will change how you impact the world around you. So here are some mindsets and practices that I want you to rehearse in your head. I want you to memorize the following statements. Pick one that really works for you. And remember every time you feel not good enough, rehearse, repeat, and remember these words in your head. Let it change your state even just for a moment, just long enough to find that extra ounce of bravery. Here they are. Pick one that works for you. Number one, the best of the best don't believe that they're good enough. So you're in ridiculously good company. Number two, your belief in not good enough is your secret weapon. Used correctly, it will drive you to improve and be the best. It's a form of motivation that your competitors can't even hope to tap into. It can be your super fuel as an artist or entrepreneur. Number three, used incorrectly, it can cause you to give up on your dreams or worse, much worse. The history of our time is littered with people who almost reached the apex and chose to let their fear guide them out of this life. Number four, if your fear of not good enough comes from a person or an experience with one or more people that made you feel this way, recognize this, and this is so powerful for me personally. When people make you feel not good enough, it always comes from a place of their own deepest fears reflected back at them. Think about it. Have you ever been mean to someone and told them, well, that wasn't very good, or you'll never make it in the big leagues, or mm, don't quit your day job, best to have a plan B. If you've never done it, and it's, it's a petty moment when you do it, but if you've never done it, maybe you've witnessed somebody else doing it. Dig deep and try and remember. Do you really think that it came from a place of trying to be helpful? No, that doesn't sound like helpful commentary. You know what helping looks like, and this isn't it. Now, when people make you feel not good enough, then, is it because they honestly feel like they themselves are not good enough? It shows up as bitterness, cynicism, criticism, anger, jealousy, and it has nothing, I mean zero, to do with you personally and 100% to do with them and their current state. Remember that always. Number five, everyone expects to be not good enough at times. I remember visiting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in uh, Cleveland and seeing U2's rejection letter. So remember that tastemakers know about as much as you do. Remember that tastemakers are paid to find the people and the content that appeals to the masses. Vanilla ice cream. Don't be vanilla ice cream. Be anything but vanilla ice cream. 
There are times when being told you're not good enough means go practice your ass off. And there are other times when it means, fuck you, you don't know what good is. There will always be people who don't like you. Focus on those who do. Number six, sometimes the not good enough feeling goes away for a long time. And then something happens and it comes right back and it can take you to a deep, dark place. Depression, procrastination, doubt, self-loathing, self-destruction all come rushing back as though they never left. And this happens for a simple reason. You allow the applause to teach you that you're at least temporarily good enough. And when the applause lulls or something else happens to throw you off center, you're in trouble. The secret is to get your sense of good enough, not from extrinsic sources like laughter, applause, sales, ratings, reviews, but from intrinsic sources. What does that mean? Positive self-talk, for example? No, no, no. Extensive time reflecting internally about who you are, who you serve, and what kind of difference you want to make in this world will give you that. Now, I'll discuss techniques for that in later episodes, but we've already talked about finding your vision and finding your purpose. Having that purpose is where you get your sense of good enough from so that you no longer have to rely on extrinsic sources to get it. And finally, one of the best techniques for getting more good enough in your life is to just ship. Whatever you make, make it every day. You don't have to publish all of it, but I encourage you to have the bravery to ship most of it. It's this bravery that separates the successful from the average. So you can put this off or make excuses about why you shouldn't publish your writing to a blog, for example, or read it to friends or play it at open mic night. But every time you move yourself further from your dream, from your goal, try it. Do it now. Make me a promise that you will ship one thing this week. Eight out of ten people that see it will hate it. The other two might ignore it. You don't care. The worst thing you can do is care about what other people think. You can't find your audience until you ship. So ship and deal with the consequences. So this part will suck. But your job is to eat up all that suck. If the results are great, great. But true character is built when the results are not great. This is what makes grit, guys. This is what makes champions. How you behave when you get knocked down. So if you're up for the zesty challenge, this one's for you. All right. Tell me how your good enough beast is behaving this week. Send me your questions and I'll respond to them or even read the best ones in a future episode. Oh, by the way, if you're struggling with really difficult or serious depression, anxiety, or another situation, please reach out to a qualified professional who can help you. In this episode, if it helped you, make sure you put it on favorites or download it so you can listen to it over and over again when you need it the most, when the demon of not good enough shows up. That's what a good coach would do in person and in real time. Taming the good enough demon takes real practice, focus, and discipline. So keep this episode nearby if it inspires you and helps you. 
I know you might want to keep these techniques as your secret weapon. It'll actually make you far more competitive and far more successful if you use these techniques to harness the demon. But if you think this will help your friends, colleagues, or communities, please let them know and share it with them. Friends, thanks for listening. You can reach out at FuseChamber.com and find me on Twitter at FuseChamber. Come in for some more insight and coaching next week, and we'll see you then.